the righteousness of faith. Father, thank you for your word and showing us who we are. Who we are. Who we truly are in you through our Lord Jesus Christ. And revealing the very nature of ourselves, of Jesus Christ, of whom we are conformed to his very image and helping us to understand and to believe and to see what we truly are, who we truly are, and what we can actually do, what you've given unto us, and how to enjoy our inheritance. Father, thank you for helping us to live this new life, which is in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Now go with me to Romans 6. We'll start at the first verse. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin? Now remember, I've told you previously that there is a big difference between sin as a noun and sin as a verb. Sin in the noun is more common in Romans. He uses it most of the time. The verb... You can see it in the original text if you go back to the Greek, or if you read the context, you can usually pick it up. But right here, he's saying, shall we continue in sin? He didn't say, shall we continue doing sin things, sinning, verb, actions. No, he said, shall we continue in sin? Shall we continue in the sin nature? Shall we continue in the old man so that grace may abound? Remember on the previous as we were looking at Romans 5, we kept seeing much more, much more, much more the grace, much more the grace, much more the grace, the grace of God. He says, shall we continue in sin so the grace can be abounding, so it can multiply and overflow and be much more? Paul's answer, God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? It's impossible. You can't. You cannot live in sin when you don't live there anymore. You that are a new creation, you that are a new man, you that have the new nature, you that are the righteousness of God, cannot continue in sin. You cannot continue in that fallen condition. Verse 3, Know you not that so many of us as were baptized, immersed, into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. When you were born again, when you were baptized in the name of Jesus, when you were baptized into him, you were baptized into his death. In other words, Jesus was the representative for all mankind that would come to him and become the righteousness of God. He took the old creation to death through the death of the cross. He took the old creation to the fullness of that punishment, to the absolute end of that old creation, to where it led. And those that receive him and, and believe him participate participated in that. Remember, he's our substitute. He, he took on the exchange. We didn't have to experience that as him. We did it in him. We did it with him. We identify with him. He took all mankind with him, past, present, and future, 
glory to God. We are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death. The word planted together is vitally connected together, one with him. It's a word coalesce, coalescence. It's like, it's like making concrete. Two substances have become hard, united together. You cannot separate them. We were buried with him planted together with him in the likeness of his death. We also should be in the likeness of his resurrection, his resurrection. You were raised from the dead with him. You were raised from the dead. You don't remember that you weren't there, but yet you were there. When you became a new creation, you raised from the dead. You identify with that resurrection. Verse six, knowing this, that our old man, old man, the old Adam, the sin nature, the dead man, is crucified. Is crucified. You could say stronger, was crucified with him. That the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. The word for freed is the Greek word justified. He that is dead, he that died with Christ Jesus was declared righteous from sin. You were sin. You were death. You were down in the pit of despair. You were an old man. But when you believed, you were declared righteous out of of that condition. You were raised up out of that old place. You were raised up out of death. You were justified from sin. Now, verse 8, if we be dead, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ being raised from the dead, dies no more. Death has no more dominion over him. Death has no more lordship over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, one time, one time. But in that he lives, he lives unto God perpetually. Okay? He died unto sin one time, but he lives unto God forever. Likewise, reckon you also yourselves. Consider yourself also, you that are listening to me, you that are born again, you that are new creations. Reckon yourself also dead indeed unto sin. Dead indeed, remember sin. Dead indeed to the old nature. Dead indeed to the old man. But alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Alive through Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him. You're not independent. Your life is in him. It's with him. The only way this new creation can live, can function, can can be what the new creation is, is in union, which is life. Remember, life. There is no life without him. There's experience. There's animation. There's, you know, what we call living. But there's no true eternal life without a connection and a union and a vital intercoursing with him. Remember John 15, Jesus said, I am the true vine, you are the branches. The branch can't live without the vine. 
Think about that. The branch can't live without the vine. You are a new creation living through Jesus Christ. Death has no more dominion over you. You are no longer a sinner. You are the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want to focus on this. Back in verse 6. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified. I'm going to go to the Amplified Bible in chapter 6, verse 6. We know that our old, unrenewed self was nailed to the cross with him. In order that the body, which is the instrument of sin, might be made ineffective and inactive for evil, that we might no longer be slaves of sin. For when a man dies, he is freed, loosed, and delivered from the power of sin. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. And might I add, live from him and live through him. I'm telling you the truth. Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. You can't. You cannot. You died to sin. You've been raised to life. There is a complete separation from the two. You cannot be both at the same time. You do not have two natures. You're not a sinner and, and a saint at the same time. You're not righteous and condemned at the same time. You cannot be. That is an impossible impossible state. It cannot take place. Now a believer, a righteous man, can do wrong things, can sin, can miss the mark. Yes, it's possible to do wrong things, but that's why I'm telling you that identity is vital because you will do what you believe you are. If you are trying to live like a old man, even though you're a new man, if you believe you are something that you are not, you're going to have a hard time doing the wrong thing, but yet at the same time, it, you'll do it. It'll flow out of you. But there'll be a conflict on the inside. There'll be condemnation uh, going with it. And you won't be able to function in a purity of conscience. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for those in the sound of my voice. Help them to grasp the reality of this new creation and the actual impossibility of being an old man and a new man, a sinner and a saint at the same time. Help them to understand the distinction here and everything that I've been saying, Lord, make it clear. Help them to recognize it. Show it to them in their own Bible. Speak to their hearts. And as they sleep, may this word keep them tonight. And as they wake, may this word be talking to them. And as they go about their days, may this word be guiding them into all truth, teaching them all things by the power of the Holy Spirit and showing things to come. Amen. Remember, the righteous by faith shall live.